Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the Liberty Report. With us today is Daniel McAdams, our co-host. Daniel, good to see you this morning. Good morning, Dr. Paul. How are you this Doing morning? Doing well. Thank good. you. Good. Well, I want to talk about the CDC. Yeah, we they're love them. They're not our friends. They're not. They're not, they're <laughs> not a friends of liberty. They're not a friends of medicine. <laughs> they're certainly not friends of kids. Yeah. But you know who their best friends are? The pharmaceutical huh. companies. Now, I know that's a stretch in the yeah. pharmaceuticals. You know, everybody has to live with the pharmaceuticals. But more mess. You know, the other day we talked a little bit about a committee hearing at the European Union. And... Uh, there, there was a, a Pfizer official who admitted that they never did any testing yeah. on, the, on the kids, and yet they promoted and promoted it. But no, no true testing was done on any of the COVID uh, uh, vaccines, at best we know. But this is uh, also uh, related to a degree, but it just gets worse. You'd think, you'd think with this information now out in the open, they might back off, and, and you know, there's a story or two, and we could help them provide the stories about the injuries done by vaccines, the danger, and why children, uh, you know, are, are, are pretty much immune, and, and yet uh, they never seem to back off. Nothing slows them down, and yet, except the people seem to be less enthusiastic about believing the government uh, propaganda and they're not going for their shots. So now we have a meeting uh, coming up on Thursday with the CDC and uh, they, they must know what's going on because they're getting anxious. They have all these shots and things and they want to do it, but people are getting leery. So what they want to do, and maybe they think there's some truth to these stories. So they want, can you believe it? They just want to excuse from all liability. Yeah. But they had to do this uh, uh, through get, getting through a loophole because technically, if they're not uh, if they're not tested, they don't have this protection unless it's a, an emergency. And they want to give it to the kids, especially the kids. The kids have to be uh, you know pr protected, uh, and the kids are the least likely to get it. Yeah. But that doesn't seem to bother them. So they want what they want to do is give them blanket immunity. Uh, so that they can start pushing, pushing the uh, vaccines that I, I believe they've already purchased, and they're going to put put it in with uh, you, you know the other childhood vaccines, and uh, they're all immune from liability, even though there's still questions about those uh, vaccines, as far as I'm concerned. But here it is; they're fine. They're going to do this, and it, it looks like. They're, they're going to be protected. So here, one week we find out they're a bunch of lying people that, yeah. you know, that they, uh, uh, you know, said we did, but, but we didn't really check it out. And now they want to expand it on kids who don't need it. And they want to protect. And there was one number, it'll come across my page here in a minute, how much money yeah. <laughs> that some of these guys made. I mean, it's, it's not a couple million or it's billions yeah. of dollars these drug companies pfizer pfizer is a rich company uh, right now you know and uh so but they want to continue serving the public and serving the public interest and taking protecting the kids and but they need a little protection just so that uh they don't lose any of their money yeah. <laughs> well let's put up that first clip and thanks to our friend jordan Schachtel, who's done a great job all along covering this and if you want to look at his uh, Substack, it's definitely worth subscribing. Uh, and there have been, I've seen some things about this, but I think Jordan did the best job. The CDC will vote Thursday to permanently shield Pfizer and Moderna, Moderna for, from COVID vaccine injury liability. 
And that kind of tells the story, but, but the backstory, Dr. Paul, is that CDC and Big Pharma are in a bind. They've been using emergency authorization use of vaccines, which under a couple of different acts passed in the time of COVID, give, uh, relieve them of any liability for the downsides of the shots. Uh, and now that we're seeing a lot more stories of vaccine injury, and we had Del Bigtree on the show last week, I think it was, who talked a lot about this database that they were able to get showing enormous amounts of problems with it. So now that that's happening, they want to start selling not the emergency use version, but the Comirnaty, Pfizer does version, the approved version. And as I understand it, what this means to go from emergency use to approved, that would open them up to liability for injury. They will no longer have the protection of emergency use. But there's a loophole because if you can get the approved version approved on the schedule of immunizations for children, then they retain their immunity from prosecution, from being sued forever. And I think I'm not an expert on this by any stretch, but I would like to turn to someone who I think is. And here's a great short interview with RFK Jr., who was on the show, who spoke at our conference, who's definitely a friend of humanity and liberty. Uh, this is just under a minute, this clip, but RFK Jr., who knows better than anyone, explains what's really going on here. Let's give this a listen. So they're never going to market a vaccine, allow people access to a vaccine, an approved vaccine, without getting liability protection. Now, the, the emergency use authorization vaccines have liability protection under the PrEP Act and the CARES Act. So as long as you take an emergency use, you can't sue them. Once they get approved, now you can sue them, unless they can get it recommended for children. What? Because, because all vaccines that are recommended, officially recommended for children, get liability protection, even if an adult gets that vaccine. That's why they're going after kids. They know this is going to kill and injure a huge number of children, but they need to do it for the liability protection. Well, he's talking to Mahila Peterson, the daughter of Jordan Peterson. That's, it's hard to believe that that's what they're doing. It is. It's very difficult. And, and it disturbs me not only for what they're doing immediately about medical care and distorting medical care, distorting the whole concept of who makes medical decisions and, you know, the doctor-patient relationship, then also the financing and all this. But the bigger picture that bothers me is the principle of liability because we argue the case for uh, getting the government out of our way, that, uh, uh, th that there will be mistakes, but the government can't be there. You know, if you protect and have, want to provide perfect safety and security for everybody, you lose your liberties. Yeah. And that's what happens. Then the government comes in, they have all the regulations, and then they take over ownership. That's what's happened uh, in, uh, in medicine. Uh, so they're actually destroying the whole principle of how the market works because if you didn't have all these regulations that they just get around and cheat on and lie about, uh, that, that what they do is, uh, uh, you know, in, in a free market, you use the liability that you, you're able to uh, get people who are, who are liable for and responsible for having bad things happen, now we keep them on their toes. So what they're doing is they're undermining one very, very important tool uh, that, that should be used. And of course, 
that's that's universal. A lot of people wouldn't uh, uh, probably want to accept what I'm saying because every time you hear of a government insurance program, they're taking the liability away from the individual and putting it. And they said, oh, this is, I think, in, in the stuff that we were reading, they said, oh, but the government will pay the bills. <laughs> well, who? You know, who's the government? It's, I think when I really want to narrow it down to who the government, and they said the government will pay the bills if, if, uh, if, if there are injuries. Well, uh, that liability goes into, we don't have any money in the bank. Uh, we can't even steal money for social, from Social Security anymore. Yeah. See, they're all broke. But what they, what they can do, though, is they can borrow the money or print the money, and they print the money, and uh, that the theft is the loss of the purchase price. Guess who who gets hit the most? Big companies. Oh well, we'll put a tax on the big companies, sure. But it's the little people right now struggling out there at this very moment to try to settle. Uh, you know the argument about why are they suffering so much with this inflation tax? And I still, uh, I think the the sentiment's well deserved. They're very unhappy. And there's a lot of blame to go along, uh, go around. But I don't think that, that the understanding is strong enough for people to say, well, you know, yeah, they're messing up and they're getting special privileges and the drug company make more money. But we, we can't possibly, uh, you know, let people go without the help and we have to take care of them. And uh, we just don't want to get into this money issue that, uh, that you really have to pay for. So all the free medical care right now, there's not much free medical care uh, because it's uh, so inflated. So it's a big problem. Well, let's look in case you want to know the actual definition of this. Let's uh, go to that next uh, photo. This is from Jordan's article, and he's quoting the U.S. government Health Resources and Service Administration's own website. He says the Health Resources and Service Administration has clarified what needs to happen for a vaccine to become liability free. And this is a quote from government website. For a vaccine to be covered, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention must recommend the category of vaccine for routine administration to children or pregnant women, and it must be subject to an excise tax by federal law. So there it is in their own words, Dr. Paul. That's why they need to have this covered as part of your normal childhood. You guys have polio, Got to do a little, a little COVID as well, and that's what they're doing. What this is, ironically enough, as we are at the tail end, thank God, of COVID, when the hysteria has died down, they are reintroducing a mandate, a vaccine mandate. And it's not for adults. It's not for people who are vulnerable. It's not for government workers. It's for kids. The, the ki- people with the least protection there is out there, they're going to force it on children uh, so, I mean, this is really a time to turn to Ron Paul homeschool curriculum and get your kids out of school. But let's look, as we are establishing a mandate, <clears throat> part of your normal, if you want to go play football, if you want to go to school, you're going to have to get this as part of your shots. As we are moving back to the direction of, of authoritarianism, let's look at some other countries. Look at, look at this next clip. This is from earlier this year on Reuters, if we have a look at this. Sweden decides against recommending COVID vaccine for kids ages 5 to 11. And I think Denmark said something like, if you're 40 and under, you don't need to take it, and you shouldn't take it. So just as the rest of the world, uh, China excluded, is starting to become more sober about it, here you have a corporatist-driven drive 
to save hundreds of billions in profits by forcing it on the least, the people in society, as you say, Dr. Paul, who least need it, the kids. First, they had to concoct uh, the lies about COVID to terrorize the people, frighten them to death, and then have the, the mainstream media and the social media just pile on and terrorize the parents. And they say, well, I can't let my child die, yeah. and this sort of thing. And, and, and yet, even when that's disposed of and dispelled that it wasn't true, and, and yet they're still clinging to the crisis. The crisis is still there. They're still stirring up enough trouble to get the parents to believe. Uh, I think the parents right now are at a point where they won't just give the child a COVID shot. But this is just sneaky stuff. They're going to say, well, they're going to get diphtheria, whooping cough, and measles, and all these things, and it's very deadly, and that sort of thing. Uh, so they're, uh, they're going to continue to do that. So there's still a crisis. They have to have the crisis in order to, get, <clears throat> to maintain the authority, which is their main goal. Let's get the authority over the people make the people very obedient and do exactly as they are told. And uh, they and some people get to the point where it's like, uh, you know, supporting all the wars. You, you've got to be a patriotic person. You, yeah. you have to be do your duty. And uh, right now, uh, they've advanced a lot. People are refusing it. That's why they can't possibly say that we have a shot that we have tested, and it's a good one, and it's going to prevent, you know, diseases. Yeah. Uh, they've lost all their credibility, so they have to lie, cheat, and steal to do this thing. And what did the parents do so far? They have refused the shots, you know, yeah. more so ever. And a lot of people have uh, refused shots. And, uh, and I think, you know, if they put this in, the childhood uh, vaccines, and uh, the information we still have enough freedom to spread the message that you're still getting the covid shot and and they conspired to do it and there's no proof one ounce of proof that they need this for your your kids and then i think people have to make that decision refuse 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 because uh it's not the best thing for your kids and uh it's uh only designed for the special interest the people who want to control us for various reasons but certainly on at this moment control us uh, uh through the medical system and i think the comment section is still open so people can go to cdc now go to jordan's uh, substack the dossier is probably your best bet because i think he's got a link the comment section is open people can comment people can call the representative and tell them about this um, but be armed with info before you call now, the next segment I'm going to call Paging Rand Paul, right? Because I don't think there's anyone in government who's done more to call attention to the dangers of gain-of-function research than Senator Paul. He grilled, I mean, he grilled Fauci so much he looked like an overdone steak when he was done. Um, he keeps hitting out it. And just when we realize, you know what, Senator Paul's right, this is a stupid idea. Well, guess what comes out? Let's put up this next clip. And this first appeared in the Daily Mail. Boston University creates a COVID strain with 80% mortality in mice. Gee, thanks, Boston University. That's some great work. Well, we're just not mice. Don't yeah, you understand? Right. <laughs> Are so you a man did, or a mouse? <laughs> but we were surprised ourselves that it was so deadly. So, uh, but this is another, another thing again on, on, on the whole liability thing. Who's, who's liable for this? And I, uh, you know, Rand went after Fauci, uh, you know, 
in a very deliberate, uh, honest way. Yeah. But um, he he's he's free of liability too. Nobody's. I wonder if anybody's filed a suit against Fauci. Yeah. You know, because um, and I would I just read something else about the elections. That uh, the one thing is is uh, this this uh, this idea is is not really into the campaigns. People aren't aren't talking about vaccines and things like that. The the disaster passed, but the principle is well entrenched. They're so confident with themselves. No matter how much proof there is that uh, shots are dangerous and and that they cost a lot of money and uh, they're very unhealthy and that they go along with this and uh and the people don't don't even make it an effort there should be somebody out there i i i think uh tossy understood the issue (laughs) yeah yeah well let's turn on that next clip this is uh Paul Thacker, who makes a good point, and he also has a clip from the preprint study. How many times did virologists say they were not making chimeric SARS viruses more deadly? How many? Well, the latest preprint shows they made a chimeric SARS COVID-2 with Omicron S gene and ancestral SARS COVID-2 backbone that showed 80% mortality in humanized mice. And you can see it right there. and basically, I'm, I'm not a scientist. I'm a, I understand cartoons better than science. So let's put on the next clip. This tells you exactly what they did. Um, make that a little bigger. I don't know. So here's what scientists did at Boston U. They removed the spike protein from Omicron. They attached it to the original Wuhan strain. And they killed 80% of the mice who got it. So there you go. Your tax dollars at work. I do believe that this research was funded uh, by uh, the uh, CDC. Well, Nash, uh, Anthony Fauci's NIAID funded in part this study to make well, you know, COVID. Let's make it more deadly. You know, when when the economies deteriorate in the various countries uh, throughout history, and the cities become slums, as some of our cities are becoming <laughs> slums. You know, the mice and the rats grow. That's true. <laughs> so why don't they inoculate the mice? Yeah. <laughs> We'd be much further ahead. They, they bought all this, so yeah. who knows? But uh, what, what, a, what, a, what a tragedy. Uh, all because people have way too much faith in the, the authoritarianism of people who brag that they're godlike and they know how to protect yeah. you. They're going to take care of you. And they act as if they are strict constitutionalist yeah. just let us take care of you and we'll take good care of you that's a problem <laughs> yeah we are the science so anyway there's that to worry about now when you next time you see a mouse you got to be careful <laughs> well the, ne- the last segment we're going to talk about dr paul i think we should title there's gambling going on in here i'm shocked <laughs> yeah. and let's put on that next clip because this is from politico the u.s to penalize iran and third parties for missile sales to russia the u.s is furious that Iran is getting into the arms business and is selling weapons to other countries. <clears throat> I think the military industrial complex is just a little jealous yeah. <laughs> that they lost a customer because they knew how to get the weapons there one way or another because, you know, they're pretty advanced. They have the drones and everything else. So they have the technology. So that's, uh, I, I think they're uh, quite capable of uh, selling weapons around the world. But no, it, it is a mess. It's insane. 
uh, <clears throat> because we are the arms manufacturers of the world, greatest in all of history, with the most firepower, and we have dropped more fire, firepower on countries that have not attacked us than any country could have conceived of. And that, to me, doesn't sit well uh, for a country that brags about its freedoms. And so we're in a desperate struggle right now to take that type of an atmosphere and a sentiment of government and, and getting back to emphasizing the part that made America great, you know, where, where there were actually men that knew and understood what the Constitution was about and what personal liberty was about. And uh, but we've drifted a long way. Uh, I'm arguing the case in my head and trying to write something that there has been a major coup and our government as as it was meant to be is gone. I mean, there's been a coup in medicine. Yeah. I mean, somebody somebody else controls it, not 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 the uh, the medical people. It's the po politicians that do it. So there there is there is a coup out there, and I think that uh, uh, all you have to do is look at uh, the people who run the FBI and the CIA, uh, and to find out that these groups. Even uh, even an aggressive, determined president like Trump had no control yeah. over the security yeah. forces. Yeah. It, so so there is there is no real government in the sense of having a constitutional government, and I think that's what's uh, that's what happens when this happens. Uh, you know, with with selling weapons, and then we are so pompous as to say. Oh, we know how to handle this. Yeah. We, we will, uh, we're, what we're going to do is we're going to put sanctions on Russia you yeah. know, and sanctions on Iran. They'll, they'll obey us. That'll scare and, them. Uh, <laughs> so another problem unsolved. Well, before we go on, I do want to thank James Cabral, a good friend of ours, just did $40 on our Rumble Rants, Dr. Paul. He says, keep up the good work, RPLR staff. Dr. Paul, Daniel McAdams, I hope all is well for the Ron Paul Liberty Beaufort family. Gypsy Magic gave $10 and saying tar and feather Fauci. Now that's not very nice, Gypsy. How rude of you. <laughs> <laughs> so, but let's go on. Let's go to the next clip. And do, we do thank you for your support. Um, but this is what the U.S. official said. This is from that same Politico report. Are we going to do more about Iranian military sales to Russia? Absolutely, yes. For anybody <laughs> in the world who is either selling material to Iran that could be used for UAVs or ballistic missiles who was involved in fights between Iran and Russia, do your due diligence because we're actually absolutely going to sanction anyone who's helping Iranians help Russians kill Ukrainians. Yeah, this sort of makes the point where people overblow the immediate danger of the military takeover of the world by Russia. But the Russians have to depend on a third world nation to get some weaponry. Yeah. So, you know, and then also the number of dollars spent in Russia for weaponry compared to what we spent. I mean, it's astronomical. We, we, of course, uh, I, I think it's been said, and it's probably very close, that we spend as much as the next nine or ten countries, yeah. you know, have Combined, so yeah. how can, But the one, the one thing that's going against us is weaponry and uh, money spent is not the final answer. The final answer is the will of the people to defend their homeland and hopefully someday the willingness of the people to defend true liberty rather than propping up 
a system of government that serves special interests and then just joining one of those special interests. That's where the tragedy is. Yeah, for sure. Well, we're not sure that Russia is buying drones from Iran. Both Russia and Iran have denied it. Now, we know governments lie. That may be the case. But whatever the case is, they are using some very cheap and very effective drones right now. And that's probably what makes the military industrial complex so mad. Yeah. They should be a billion dollars each. <laughs> They're discounting yeah. their weapons. How dare they? <laughs> but as you point out, you know, it's not because that Iran is a major competitor. Let's put up this next clip. Now, here is a chart of major share of market share of leading exporters of major weapons. We're number one. We're number one, as you can see us on the left. And I don't even see Iran on there uh, on the map. But you might say, but hold on. We're only selling weapons to the good guys. Well, Dr. Paul, very sad to find out. Look up the next one. This is from the Washington Post last year. This is written by someone from Human Rights Watch. It's time for the U.S. to stop selling weapons to human rights abusers. So, no, we're not just selling them to the good guys. We're selling them to anyone who's got the money or influence to buy them. How about a country that abuses the civil rights of their people? They ought to give up their weapons. Oh, yeah, this, we wouldn't have to do that, would we? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> January 6th. We would never abuse them. And just think, we have a few people in prison, and they go out of their way to imprison people. Sometimes we shoot them, yeah. uh, shoot people that we disagree with. And, and other, other times uh, uh, we uh, punish them enough. They're afraid to come home. And, oh, c come home. Uh, no, come on home. We'll give you a fair trial. Yeah. You, know, you know, who believes it? Yeah. I mean, uh, it would be, it's so sad because there was a time when uh, that was closer to being the right statement because the world actually had not a good reputation, but we had a better reputation yeah. than we have now. And, uh, and I think that the only healthy thing I see going on right now is that people are starting to recognize that... Uh, that the uh, whole, whole system is not trustworthy and they don't trust the government and, and people, uh, you know, over the years, and I probably have mentioned this before, the CIA I think I took on very early because, you know, I I even Truman's uh, uh, understanding immediately this was the wrong thing to do. Yeah. But uh, the FBI was always held in a little higher esteem and, um, and, and uh, now, I, I don't think the American people would, uh, probably the people who liked what the FBI has been doing these last couple of years are clapping. Yeah. And the people who are, who are getting charged uh, and, uh, you know, indicted, you know, the, the, uh, the old saying is that this indictment business, a grand jury, well, they can indict any, they can indict a ham sandwich yeah. if they want to put a ham sandwich in jail. That's, that to me is out of control, you know. So uh, yeah. what are we going to do about <laughs> it? <laughs> well, here's what we're going to do, Dr. Paul. Put up the next clip. Again, a reminder, we're getting down to the wire for our next conference. Shut up, cancel culture, and the war on speech. Uh, we were in Phoenix recently. We heard Jeff Dice give a great speech, president of the Mises Institute. Jeff's going to be there with more of his insights. Del Bigtree had a great show with him. Uh, Professor Walter Block. He's been an educator. He's been on college campuses for decades. He's going to talk about the state of free speech on college campus. Um, I'm going to give a talk. You're going to give a talk. Who knows who else is going to give a talk? But it's going to be a great event. And finally, I want to do the last clip to remind you all to join us on Locals. Join the Ron Paul community if you clip to that next one. I'll become a member. You can do it for free or you can do it uh, with a paid membership. Uh, we are 
going to do our best, Dr. Paul, I haven't asked you about this, so I'm not going <laughs> to promise it, uh, to do a live Q&A this week, probably on Thursday if we can work it out. After our show, we're going to go over to Locals, and we're going to talk a little bit with our Locals members, so be ready. Well, on one condition, you know, I've noticed these campaigns going on, and some people say, I want the answers. I want, <laughs> no, I, no, no, do I want the questions? I want all the answers, too. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be a bore? <laughs> yeah. Well, we're just going to have a discussion. Yeah, so. there, there you go. Wonderful. Anyway. And I, I want to thank our viewers for tuning in and uh, strongly supporting us. I'm looking forward to our conference here in Lake Jackson. But uh, I'm also remaining an optimist that uh, things are happening that are moving us in the right direction. Because as bad as things are, it should wake up a few people each time they hear about it. People are waking up about prices going up. And I've been working on that well, for a couple of weeks, couple of months, couple of years, couple of decades to try to get people to understand the significance of money and why this causes inflation and the business cycle and all. And uh, it, uh, it, it is still something that people have to understand in order to understand what we have to go through. Because what we have to go through is paying and, and get rid of the debt and the influence that we've had for so many years. And that's not an easy thing to do. It's a medication that if you have a, an ability to make a claim on other people's wealth, you, you, people continue to make a claim on other people's wealth before they're willing to say, well, you know what we have to do is we have to pay off all this debt. And another th problem there is the people who spent the money never seem to get punished as much as the people who out of innocence or whatever, uh, you know, participate and they end up with the price inflation, which is paying the debt. So it's a very, very unfair system. The only thing that can correct this is a further deep understanding how free markets work and sound money. That is the road to peace and prosperity. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today to the Liberty Report. Please come back soon.